Hello, my Fumu friends. Welcome back, Chandra's Austin Odyssey. I just recorded this and the camera wasn't recording, so I'm gonna be not quite as fluid because I've already said it once, but I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Today, I wanna talk to you about the sun and the earth as medicine. So the backstory is, as you probably know by now, if you're following me, you know that I'm writing a book. And so I was just writing about this chapter, this sun and earth as medicine. And so it's fresh in my mind and I wanted to share it with you. And as I'm writing my book, I'm really wanting to like give all of the things that someone could take this book and apply it to their life and have massive health changes. And so I, the sun and the earth are part of my health toolkit. And so I wanna dive in there and share with you like how and why that is true and for me and, and yeah, and give you some reasons to try it out for yourself because don't take it from me, try it on and see how it helps you. Welcome. Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zoss, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. Now, I wanna give a little bit of a backstory to kind of like how I got to really using the sun and the earth as medicine last year in 2022, because what led up to that was 2021 and 2022 were pretty dang tough. And if you've been listening to my videos, you know we had some hard times. And I've recently kind of been reframing it and realizing that we actually like experienced some trauma. And some of it was like actual events, like my little one had to go under full anesthesia, I got evicted, my partner was away for four months, COVID, there was like a number of things that were kind of like hard. And then we had our own personal stuff. My partner didn't have his green card, he couldn't work. The, our cruise ship life was over. We could no longer live on the cruise ship because of the pandemic. And my business was just like budding and growing. We didn't have a home. We were living in an Airstream. It was like this, you know, it was stressful. It was really, really tough. And I've even come to call it like traumatic. And so I'm kind of like, now processing through a lot of that emotions. And I, in the last video that I just recorded that wasn't recording, but yes, we're recording, I was talking about, and I think I'm gonna still talk about the same thing about how PTSD is like when we don't process our traumas. And like the, the traumas, like a lot of it is the incredible emotional pain that happens when we have traumas happen in our life. And there's a cool thing that I've been like really studying and like connecting the dots is how psychedelics and plant medicine, namely MDMA and psilocybin and some others are really allowing people to feel those feelings of the trauma and in a certain way process those traumas so that they're not stuck in their body. And so if you know my emotional work, like it's all about like leaning in and feeling and sometimes it just feels like too much or like we just don't have the capacity to access to it. And sometimes the psychedelics or plant medicines can really help us feel and like process through those traumas and let them go so they're not so stuck in our body and causing issues. I know with ayahuasca, there's actually also a lot of research coming out about um, soldiers and stuff using ayahuasca to help them process their traumas. So it's a real thing. So. I've been processing my traumas on my own level and 
as I was going through that period of time that I knew was very stressful for me, I knew I was struggling. Uh, I partly knew because my sleep wasn't very good. I started having really horrible sleep. Excuse me. <clears throat> I had COVID a few weeks ago and I'm still have a little bit of a cough. I, I started not sleeping well. In, I think, fall 2021, I started waking up at 1 a.m. and not being able to go back to sleep, which is like one of the most gnarly things I've ever experienced. And then the cascade effect of not sleeping and then being tired and wow, this was a crazy time of sleep for me. And at the same time, my hormones were also off. And so I was doing my normal things of eating really clean, exercising, and it wasn't enough. And so I started doing a bunch of research on sleep and hormones, <coughs> excuse me. And what I really, one of, the, one of the biggest tools that helped me was sunshine and earth. Hello, my friend, how are you? I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. There's a great video, I've recommended it before, but I'm gonna recommend it again, called Earthing. It's free on YouTube to watch the documentary that really talks about the symptoms that clear up and what's happening electrically in our body when we're disconnected from the earth or when we're connected to the earth, when we're grounded, when we're touching the ground. And one of the people, one of the people that I help, that I use to help with my health, she recommended that I lay on the earth and actually like put my heart on the earth. And this was one of the most amazing healing feelings. It was incredible. And I literally for probably about a year spent between 20 minutes and two hours every day touching the earth. It was kind of funny because at the time we were actually living in Israel and we were in an apartment off the ground. I think we we're on the fourth or fifth floor. And I became really clear that I don't want to live <laughs> high up in a building. Like I was like, whoa, I can feel the lack of ground. Although there are some grounding mats and I'm actually really curious to get one. So that is also an option. They have like grounding sheets that you can put like on your bed so you can ground all night. And I've heard from several people that they actually really do work. I was just talking to a new client of mine who was saying that his sleep was um, really struggling and he started using a grounding mat and it really helped his sleep to his surprise. So the earth, it is medicine. Like I think about the ceremonies that I've sat in, whether it's ayahuasca or iboga or the different like plant medicine ceremonies or the sweat lodges where you're literally sitting on the earth. And I really have come to believe that like, a big part of that medicine is just having our bodies in contact with the earth. So I'm not doing the extensive time on the earth that I was doing last year when I felt like I really needed it. Um, but I am still like, like when I, if it's lunchtime, I will go outside and sit in the backyard on the grass and eat my lunch. Or I try to make it a point every day to go to the park and take my shoes off and sit on the earth. I feel like it really makes a difference. I feel, and don't take it from me, like I really encourage you to go try it yourself, but it doesn't count if you have your shoes on. You have to actually be touching the earth. You have to have, like whether you're sitting or laying. I mean, think about like, when I think about the earth, like I think a lot about the beach. For me, I really love hiking in the forest and sitting and laying and looking at the trees or also laying on the beach. And both are a connection to the earth. I think also with the ocean or the sea, you have all the salt water and the negative ions, but there's also a lot of negative ions in the forest. So spending that time in nature, I think is 
really great for our brains and for our well-being and our health, but also specifically sitting and touching the earth. Okay, so that's the one piece. And it's really cool. In earthing, they actually present a lot of the research and the information of actually why and how it works. So if you want to know like some of the science piece of it, go check it out. Um, and then the other piece, I'm saying um a lot today, I'm noticing. Hmm. The other piece is the sunshine. So with sleep and with hormones, sunshine is a really big help in helping our body regulate itself. So vitamin D and sunshine exposure to as much of our skin as possible is really useful to our hormone regulation. It's really useful to our body. Vitamin D is um, crucial for immune support, but also exposing our brain, our head, our face, our eyes, our body to the sunlight, particularly in the beginning of the day and at the end of the day is really good at helping our circadian rhythm get back on, on in track or on in regulation. Because when it's off, then we have a hard time sleeping, which is, you know, we have all these blue lights in front of us, we're watching screens all the time, we're inside, we're not moving our body, we're not touching the earth, we're not in the sunshine. And so I have really come to use the sunshine and the earth as part of my self-care, as part of the ways that I take care of myself, is that I know that these are things that help my body, help my hormones regulate, help my circadian rhythm, help my vitamin D, help my groundedness. And I, like, I used them very seriously last year. This year, I'm using them more, more casually or maybe for less time. I don't feel like I need as much, um, but I still feel like it's really, really helpful. Like, I like to... We have a chair that I'm looking at right now that gets morning sunshine. And so I really love to catch that morning sunshine as I'm drinking my tea in the morning. It's also like right next to a big window. So we're like exposing my partner and I both do this. This is also one of the things that both of us have really taken on in the last year and exposing our brain. Even if there's clouds, the, the light from the sky still helps our brain like know what time of day it is. and. Yeah, there's, if you're in, I obviously you can tell that science and the those parts are not my strong suit. I can't repeat uh, facts or data. I read it, I try it on myself and I see if it actually has an effect and if I feel like it makes a difference. And I'm quite sensitive. I, fe I think I feel more than most people feel. Um, so I maybe have a better relationship there for better, for worse. I feel, I feel more. But I really like to try it on and see if it really lands with me, it really feels right. And then if I really do, then I then I prioritize it. And so I put time in my schedule to, well actually, to be honest, I do not put time in my schedule for sunlight or for earth. That's more in my free time, but it's a priority in my brain. Like every day I'm like, hey, I wanna go, if I haven't touched the earth today, I wanna go out and like go for a walk barefoot or sit on the earth for a little bit and be in the sunshine, be in the natural light. It's so easy to just hide in our offices and our homes. And this is part of the disconnection that we're all feeling that's taking a toll on our health. And so reconnecting to the natural things in life, the natural food, the food from the earth, <laughs> the sunshine, the earth itself, water, these like, so they're so simple and yet they're so important to our health and well-being. So I feel like there was one other thing. There was something, hmm, I don't know. 
Maybe, maybe for next time. So I hope that this inspires you to go try it out yourself. Go spend some time. I mean, you can also, there's lots of great podcasts on talking about when and how and why and all these things, but go just play with it. Go outside, spend, I tell all my clients, go spend time on the earth. It's just one of the things that has helped me so much in the last year. Go spend time on the earth without any stimulation. Listen to yourself, go on a date with yourself, be with yourself, process your emotions, see what's going on in your mind. It's such epic self-care. It's free, it's accessible for anyone and everyone. Everyone has access to the earth and the sunshine. Oh, my brain says, so not everybody, but we'll leave that for another topic, but yeah. So thank you. Go out and spend some time in the sunshine and on the earth. And I hope you have a beautiful day.